Welcome to Botter's News Podcast. This podcast is all about staying ahead of the curve through the implementation of personalized one-on-one conversations with your audience. We focus on designing personas, the conversations they are having, and the technology that is enabling the dialogue. Here are your hosts, Hans and Jerome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in for the 18th episode of the Bodice Muse podcast. My name is Hans Vandenberg. And my name is Jerome Vandelin. So, uh, yeah, hope uh, everybody is still uh, good to go and safe. Some people in some uh, countries are uh, starting up a little bit. Hopefully, <laughs> it's on the slow side. Uh, here in Belgium, they want to do it really quick. So I'm, uh, I'm really afraid what's going to happen. You just told me that kids are going back to school. So... In Switzerland, so um, let's see. Yeah, what's as of the eleventh. So let's see. Yeah. So, um, well, everyone, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, being here, listening to our podcast. Much, much appreciated. Um, this week, uh, we're going to have a chat about the must-have uh, conversations. So we have uh, five of them that we believe is uh, is definitely uh, critical uh, to have in your, in this case, chatbot. And we will go through them, or mostly, uh, Jerome, you will go through them <laughs> as this uh, conversation design stuff is really your thing. Um, but we will go through them. So uh, before, of course, we continue, uh, we have this uh, the foundation uh, course, of course, on customer service. Yeah? Uh, you can set up a bot in a customer service environment for your web shop, for your e-commerce, for for basically anything. There might be a lot of questions. So please visit botimplementation.com slash pmc that's a it's a train 30 minutes have a look hope you like it let us know so uh we will of course cover research then we go into the five must-have conversations and uh, and we're gonna end with a quote so uh hope you like it let's uh, have a look so what's all out there about conversations and the research that you have found yeah so on the research and this is the one I shared with you as well, uh, Hans. It's uh, it's really about. Um, I like this one very much. It's uh, it's a TED talk actually by Celeste um, Headley, and it is ten ways to have a better conversation. So we're moving away a little bit from the bots. Uh, this is purely about how to have a proper conversation, person to person. But as it had so many touch points with what we're trying to do in terms of conversation design and 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 to really go towards this one-on-one conversation with bots, effectively a lot of these items are coming back in terms of what we do as a bot as well. And and she came back, and I advise everybody to uh, look at the TED talk as well. So it's Celeste Headley. 10 ways to have a better conversation. Um, it's a very short um, TED talk, but it definitely, it's a bit funny as well, and it definitely is worth your while. So, thank you. I will put it in the show notes so that they yep. have, a, have a look. So, have a look in the show notes, guys, who was listening. And uh, after you stop driving, well, probably not driving, but uh, yeah, there the link is in, and then uh, you, can, uh, you can check it out. It's indeed really cool. Um, uh, she explains it very well on the basics. So, uh, yeah, let's go through them as the basis because we yep. honestly believe that you want to turn this stuff, of course, 
in the back of your mind and then use it when setting up conversations with the bot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not everyone is that 100% relevant for bots, but a lot of it is actually coming back. Now, one, number one is don't multitask. I think everybody knows this as well. You're sitting in a meeting and 10, 10 of the other people are basically typing away on their laptop while you're trying to have a presentation or a discussion on a certain topic. And you know that those 10 people are absolutely not looking not paying attention and so on as well. Our brain is not really geared up for this. Now, don't pontificate. And I think this is really a key one when, when you go really into bots as well. And I translate it more as don't lecture. It is not about you telling the uh, audience what you think should be happening. It is basically, and this is the critical thing as well, in order to have a proper chat conversation, it's really about two-way street. Listen and respond on the basis of the feedback that the consumer is giving you as well. Use open-ended questions. I mean, Hans, we have we always talk about this as well, where you're, you're my big stop uh, who says, okay, but it's not really an open-ended question. It's a pitfall everybody falls into, but it's really key to have those open-ended questions rather than just having yes, no, and so on. I mean, of course, it depends on the way you build your bot as well, but it's key. Go with the flow. So it's really about... Yeah, the open-ended question is, of course, kind of difficult to, to, to use in real life. That's still um, uh, uh, already extremely difficult to keep, stick to that. However, in a bot, when you have a, a linear approach, it it's, it's continues to be a challenge. You, get, you, of course, can give them options uh, uh, rather than only say yes or no. But, uh, yeah, but it's definitely uh, critical to do so. Um, in a bot, it's it's sometimes difficult to, to use, but that's of course a challenge in setting up good conversations. That's why I believe that conversation design is so critical, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, go with the flow. I think that's clear for everybody. Follow the conversation. Don't try to lead it in a different direction. Don't equate your experience with that. So this is not really that relevant, but it's about not making when somebody talks about okay i had a death in the family or whatever don't come with your own death in the family because every experience is basically individual and it's very personal as well try not to repeat yourself and i think this is key as well repeating sounds condescending and as such be clear that you have that discussion with your audience and so on as well but it's really about driving that discussion stay out of the weeds and and i like this one don't People don't care about really itty-bitty details and all the nears and names and so on. And imagine you are having a lot of them grandparents in front of you. Grandparents tend to have that tendency of coming back with stories and all the details going back and so on and so on. And very quickly, you, you understand that you're losing interest. And this is key as well. Also, in a bot, don't go in this direction. Keep it simple. Be brief. And that's actually one of the other points as well. It's about being brief, being to the point, being straightforward. Um, she had a very funny analogy, which is a good conversation is like a miniskirt. It's short enough to retain interest, but long enough to cover the subject. And I think that says it all. And it's really critical in that, in that perspective. Listen. So here it's really key as well is to try and understand in the conversation, again, with a linear bot, it's not that easy because of the limitations in terms of what you can do, but it's about listening to your customers. It is a two-way street. Don't lecture, listen. And then uh, overall, it's be interested in what other people, uh, be interested in other people and be prepared basically to be amazed. 
I wholeheartedly advise you to to listen to it. Listen to it with an open eye. Listen to it with a with a really clear understanding on how you can bring this about in your conversations as well when you're doing books. And I think it's great because it's um, for real life. I listened to it already uh, ten times, I think. Uh, but uh, it's always good to listen to it again uh, for real life uh, and, and for me in business, and to then of course take it into account um, when. You're going to uh, have conversations, talk to people, especially as an agency, when you talk to a client, what type of conversation do you want to have and really narrow down uh, mm. uh, with these, uh, this checklist? Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely good. Now, there was one other topic which we had a look at as well, which is um, it's actually an article in Scientific American. Um, it's, an, it's a study out of Harvard. It's a little bit long ago, which basically highlights the need and why people like to talk so much about themselves. And this is really about what I'm trying to say here. It's, it's key to have that conversation going, to get that conversation going. Don't direct the conversation, but let's allow for feedback as well on the consumers. Because effectively, when people are talking about themselves, apparently it activates the same pleasure centers in the brain as what you would have with, a sec with sex or cocaine. So what you can see is really that it's, it's, it's key and it, imagine that I think sex and cocaine are not really elements that are difficulty selling. So if you allow your consumer to talk about themselves as well, effectively you can integrate that in, you can, uh, in your sales pitch and ultimately convert much easier, much quicker as well. And, and I think this is elements that you need to take into account. It's a little bit of sociology or, and, and psychology which you need to bring uh, in, uh, on board in your bot, but I think it's key for your overall discussion. And that's what we always say that, that of course, you can see a lot of the communication currently is really communication, right? You send an email, yeah. you inform exactly. it. It's one way. What does the, the other side think? Uh, yeah, okay, beats me. What's in it for me? All that sort of stuff. So that takes a long while. So it is uh, not strange that open rates of email at a certain point goes down. Uh, it's just a one-way street. Now, what yep. we honestly believe is that, of course, when you would really start a conversation, you're going to ask something, right? And you ask them to respond. And, of course, you're trying to then respond on the answer, right, on the response. So, And I agree with you totally that a conversation then means, in this case and with this research, which is really, really cool, and I'll put the, the link in the show notes as well, but that means that that person is going to talk to you and share information, which he or she finds really cool to do so, which is different. And that's why we honestly believe in these one-on-one -on -one conversations. Now, when you have a lot of consumers, we all know that that's not going to work to do that personally, right? Because you're not going to answer all the emails. People think it's an automatic email. They don't respond. But when you really ask them, which some people really do, like the Pet Flins and all these people, they really send an email. You can send back and you get an email back again. And then you think, oh, this is interesting. I'm sending feedback. And there is a reaction on my feedback. Now, with bots, you can do that, of course, very greatly. It's difficult because you need to know, and also based on the previous one, what is all out there and what type of responses can you get? But the technology is really moving forward. So open-ended feedback can also be interpreted by technology, right? It has to learn, exactly. but that's definitely when you can have a conversation eh? um, because you can trigger and Jerome will go into detail about that as well. But based on certain keywords that people say, you can also potentially respond to people 
uh, acknowledging uh, that they uh, uh, that it sucks or that they are not very satisfied or whatever, right? <laughs> so, um, exactly. so we will come up to, with that about that it's never perfect. The bot has to learn. But in this case, really, uh, we want to iterate here that a conversation is somebody talking back, right? It's not only communication. So, yeah, really right. cool article. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so now with that in mind, let's go to basically a little bit of conversation design. Now, what we practice, preach, whichever way you want to call it, as part of the overall bot implementation formula, when we're in the design phase, we talk about three things. One is personas. Now, we spend a bit of time already on this. We did a dedicated podcast already on personas, a little bit more of a deep dive, and again, go into the, the um, botimplementation.pmc because there uh, really you we're going a little bit more in-depth in terms of the formula aspect as well. Uh, basically, then next to the persona, we have conversation design and ultimately the technology. So in conversation design, we look at three levels. One is high-level conversation design. This is really top line is what are we trying to do with this conversation? Yeah. I think this is part of the discovery phase as well, where you try to understand really is what is the aim of this conversation. And I think this is what you do in daily life as well. Uh, there is an aim. There is an aim, whether it's a sales pitch, whether it's a discussion with your wife, whether it's a discussion with your family, etc. You have an aim and you have an objective on your conversation. And this is basically key that we determine that there. Then from there, we take it to a more detailed level, which is we break down the conversation into key parts that are required. Now, in a conversation, and here I want to stop a little bit, because in a conversation, there are, and it's the way the bots are built up as well, key parts that are always recurring, the so-called must-have discussions and the must-have conversations. And this is a point which I raised with, with uh, Hans, and we discussed a lot with Hans as well, is... okay which are really the key ones that are always recurring, that are always coming back no matter what kind of conversation you have. And then ultimately, become more in the micro-conversation. And micro-conversation here is really about a literal, literally writing the copy for your conversation, the literal words that you're doing from every step and so on as well. So when we look at the detailed conversation, basically we, we use two models for ourselves. One is the conversation intimacy model, here, it's really about what is the level of intimacy you can bring at which point and so on. So that's key. But at the same time as well, we use, and we, that is what we use for tracking, basically the efficiency of a bot. We look at bot health score. And in bot health score, we look at, are you tackling all the aspects basically of a conversation? Are you doing um, all the, the key parts basically of your conversation? Because no matter what conversation is, you always need to include certain key elements in there. And this is critical in terms of both houses. And that's, that's basically, of course, just to recap, is, is of course the conversation intimacy model is what we also have previously lined up in a podcast. So I'll put the link in the show notes. But that's all related for the people that now listen to this for the first time. The intimacy is you cannot, and we, we talk about that as well, you cannot immediately ask somebody credit card number and that's the principle when you just meet yeah. them, right? So, uh, and you also don't immediately ask them, hey, do you have kids and are you married, right? So, so that's really a step-by-step -step process that you, that you have conversations 
and and online we also have a great podcast with the, with another person with with Billy of of, of of chat chat funnels and there it also indicates like okay don't ask the email up front right ask in general about a business about their business and then some details and then their challenges and then their personal information, right? So you build it up like you do in normal real life with our conversation intimacy model. So you can also have a look. If you have more questions about this, please go on our website or just visit botimplementation.com slash ask for that to help. So that's the intimacy model. On the bot help score is, of course, that when you have indeed these three levels of conversations, that you want to make sure that you tackle all the necessary conversations, at least when you start. You don't want to make it big, right? We honestly believe that you take small steps and in the discovery in the bot implementation methodology, you first determine what the first steps are based on the business frictions, based on the business needs. When you have those, there are, of course, certain high-level conversations that you want to go and tackle and want to go start with with your audience, not with your persona. Now, that means that you have to have some default, standard, important uh, conversations that you need to have on top of the conversations that you're going to have explicitly extra. Uh, so what we are now not teaching in this part, but which is in the course. Uh, so I really advise you to go into the course, the botimplementation.com slash PMC. There you will see it as well. And then you have potentially a professional course, but in there we will also teach this bot health school. What we will share with you now are at least five conversations that are generic and that are for everybody that we find necessary that need to be in the bot. Right, Those conversations need to be in. When you don't have them, we indicate that you have a bad score of your bot. And so exactly. the bot health score are the key elements that you need to have. And a couple of elements are these five clear conversations. And those are the detailed conversations and even micro conversations that Jerome is going to talk about. But these five you need to have. Otherwise, you score on our bot health score definitely uh, not above five or however you want to hit. It's definitely going to be an F in, in American terms. So so that's uh, the part that we want to cover now that we want to zoom into on these five important detailed and micro conversations, uh, which, which relate to the bot health score. Then we check bots yep. and that's definitely a thing that we mark off. So we want to share with you those so that you at least check your current bot and that you check your current bot to see do I have all of them, right? Because that's critical. At least that's exactly. what we see, we find critical because the goal is to have good conversations. If you don't have these, the conversations will be very disappointing for the person that you're going to talk to. Exactly. See it as your holiday checklist, whereby if you forget about your sunscreen and you're going to 40 degrees uh, Celsius, that is, then effectively you're not going to have a wonderful holiday because uh, you'll be walking around in a specific color, which is not going to be very pleasurable. So it's the same with the bot as well. Make sure that you dot the, the that you put in the, the T's and dot the I's. Yeah. So if we go to the detailed conversations, five key conversations, and I, I cheated a little bit. You could say it's six, but it's basically I brought it down to five. Is One is the introduction. I think this is very clear for everybody. Second one, the role of the bots. Then opt-in and opt-out. I know, I know it's not an email, but guys, you will see what I mean. 
Then fallback position, and this is a really critical one. And last but not least, it's the keywords. And I think this is also um, this is also a topic which uh, Hans already raised earlier. Here you can have some specific words we which can trigger an overall reaction. So when we start with a conversation, um, basically here it is about introducing your bot to your audience. It is critical this point. It is your first impression with your audience. It's your relationship open. Imagine you come into a bar, you have a pretty girl sitting on the bar stool with a drink and so on as well. What are you going to say? Something corny will not work. How are you going to open? How are you going to create that, that momentum whereby she or he will actually want to talk to you? And that's the key point here. It sets the mood for the remainder of the conversation as well because it's about the language that you use in the introduction. And you make sure that that is in line with your persona definition. Remember, you define upfront the persona, and that is your character profile, basically, of the person you're going to talk to. Yeah? You provide a name and a basic function of the chatbot, and that is key as well, so that everybody understands, ah, okay, this is the bot, this is who I'm talking to, and more importantly, and that is always what we're pushing for as much as possible, do not pretend that your bot is a human. We are not there yet. The reactions are not there yet. Make sure that people are aware that it's a bot because otherwise the expectations will be very different than when people are talking to a person. Let's be honest, when the technology is there, uh, we believe, of course, that you still shouldn't do it. Uh, uh, Just to iterate also a little more in business, uh, let's be honest, when you meet someone and you visit someone for, for, for whatever, from a business perspective, you also first do an introduction around in, in introducing yourself, what you do, what your experience is, and determine the goal uh, of a certain meeting. Right? So, exactly. so from that perspective, uh, uh, also relate to when people start to interact. And of course, they have some prior information that they connect with your bot potentially on the website, on Facebook, uh, you, you know what, uh, but at least then uh, say who you are and say what you do and what you can help them with, right? That's uh, so critical in this sense. And that's the introduction conversation, right? Uh, that you introduce yourself like in real life. So you will never forget this probably, that that's just an opening and that is mandatory. We have seen many bots that not even do this very much in detail. And yes, it's quite difficult because um, you have only, when you use a chat bot, you, uh, you have the attention span, not for that long. So three lines and not more per item uh, make it visually uh, appealing. Uh, so it's definitely difficult to make it very concise and precise to the spot. That's why you have to practice this as well before you put it in a platform, right? We're in the design phase. We're not implementing. So don't put this stuff when you have done this immediately in the platform and practice there. No, put it in conversation design templates practice it back to back with this introduction, see what happens and see how people react to this introduction and then move on. Exactly. It is. And I think what is key as well, it is not an email. So, I mean, I've seen emails back and forth and pages after pages of people writing and so on as well. It's all very nice and it's all relevant information. But usually what we do is you write the first iteration. When you really talk about detailed, you write something first, then you look back and you basically shorten it down. It is really key to be brief. People do not have the tendency of reading endless, endless messages, basically, on your on the mobile. 
and it's not really something you do as well. Now, then following on onto this as well, it's the role of the bot. So here we're really talking about uh, defining, well, one in the discovery phase, we've already defined the role of the bot, which is you have defined your role of your conversation. Why are you putting a bot in? What is critical? What is key? Make sure that here, as a continuation of the introduction, you said you are in line with what the expectation is of your audience. So basically, by defining what the role of the bot is, you can clearly make sure that the customer is not going to be disillusioned because he doesn't get the experience, he or she does not get the experience that they want out of the bot. Yeah? Explain what the capabilities are, then it's really like, don't explain all the technical um, feasibilities of the bot. I mean, this is completely useless. It is simple about, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you that. It is that kind of level of interaction. Uh, what is the core function? And make sure not to overpromise. And this is key as well. Don't use language that overpromises basically what the bot can do for that person. Because ultimately, if he doesn't deliver, there's disenchantment, and disenchantment is killing to any conversation. Right. And, and in this critical, um, think of it back to the discovery. You determine there what the biggest pain is. You start with those conversations to help people out. So you cannot do everything. So you definitely are very tempted to do everything, but then the bot is never done. Uh, you still have to measure everything in the measure phase. So, so you really have to be careful, but make it small, do that, and precisely communicate here what you can do. That's better than, uh, than doing everything uh, in a bad way, not, not being precise, and then have a bad experience. Better yeah, do exactly. one area right and uh, make that available then a lot of stuff, what you want people to help with uh, then, uh, and do it uh, a little bit less quality. Exactly. Then the next one is a number three. So here we're talking opt-in, opt-out. Now, I think everybody knows the opt-in conclusions or the opt-out that you have in web form, emails, and so on as well. In this case, it's purely about the conversation. Now, opt-in, if I start with the opt-in, it's something that is not always used. However, if you allow your consumer or your audience to opt in on a conversation, basically what you do is you provide a choice. You make a very clear and conscious um, action whereby you give that uh, consumer the power of negotiation. He will always have that, but by empowering him more, he's more likely to trust you. And ultimately, this is what is key in a bot, trust. If there's no trust whatsoever, why would they listen? Why would they have that conversation with you? Also, if ultimately, yeah, because this is the discussion I had with Hans as well when we started and so on, yeah, but maybe we shouldn't put it in or maybe we shouldn't because uh, they might opt out. Okay, well, the problem is that if people don't want to, they will go anyway anyway. So either rather than you spending time on trying to convert that customer in a negative mode, basically the only thing that it will do is you are going to be considered as spam. And this is basically something you need to try and avoid. Now you can do it in two ways. Either you provide an opt-in, which is really a conscience choice about, I want to have the discussion, or you do it in reverse, which is, when you, you push people within the bot, make it very clear that say, okay, stop. 
if you ever want to stop this discussion, you want to move away, we're all perfectly happy and fine with this. Simply write stop and it will stop. And you're basically unregistered already. And those with that, you give one clarity, transparency, and you give a choice towards the customer as well to either stop or continue. And with that, the trust element grows exponentially already. And it gives the consumer very conscious option to engage in your conversation. And as such, your threshold for converting that uh, customer is much, much lower. Yeah, so, and, and to iterate and related to email marketing, it's of course very nagging uh, when you get a lot of emails and it's very difficult to unsubscribe, right? So sometimes at the whole at the bottom of, the, of this email, there's no link, it's very small letters, then to unsubscribe. Like, well, who isn't really annoyed by that sort of stuff, right? Now, we really anticipate when people don't want to have a conversation with you anymore, make it easy to opt out right to stop the conversation saying okay all nice and done but i don't like it i don't like you i don't like the service that can happen don't be offended leave it out right and and you also don't want to have a lot of subscribers in your bot that you want to inform about great content that you want to start other conversations with that don't respond right besides that is also a money thing because a lot of bot platforms self-service platforms like chat view many chat flow are all based on, on on really subscribers so people that you have in your system so besides that but you don't want to have that we really need to have in this business in having conversations with a bot that were honest and open and really are able to unsubscribe uh, and exactly. or opt out apologies right that's critical in this exactly sense. It'll I think hurt your brand significantly. Yes. And I think, I mean, you, I mean, Hans, you have the same as me as well. Is sometimes when you don't unsubscribe, you get 20,000 emails and so on following up every bloody day. Somebody's sending another email and another email and another email. And you think, when will it finally stop? Now, do you ever stop and say, hmm, maybe I changed after the 20th email? Uh, maybe I was wrong after the first emails and, and the conversation in, or the message in this latest 25th email is so much better than the first one. No, of course not. So basically, you just wasted a lot of cash trying to push the emails out. And the same is going with an overall bot. If you cannot convert in the beginning, it's going to be extremely difficult to do so later on as well. So allow for the consumer to be open for that discussion. Then let's go to number four, and this is key as well. It's a fallback option. We see it a lot in um, customer service environment, actually, um, when you're looking at help desk and so on as well. Um, I like here a key quote, which is, and I think those who like old war movies, I love old war movies, sorry for that, is no plan survives contact with the enemy. And this is uh, an old speech basically by Field Marshal Helmut Karl um, Bernhard Graf von Moltke. So basically he was Russian. How did you ever Russian find that one? <laughs> yeah. you, know you know the guy, right? No, yeah, always. Um, <laughs> so basically he is an old Prussian field marshal and, and, and he's right. I mean, you can make whatever plan you want, but ultimately something goes wrong. There is always something goes wrong. The weather doesn't work. I mean, look at Napoleon going into Russia and so on as well. Ultimately, he gets stuck in the snow and so on. I mean, this is ultimately 
the same with a conversation, the same with a discussion, and the same with your bot. You will have at some point a problem. What is your fallback option? And this is key because you don't want to um, have the customer left hanging. So here it is about one, something either goes wrong or the bot simply cannot help anymore. So when the bot cannot help anymore, be clear about it. Give that customer an alternative. And the alternative in a lot of cases is you go talk to human. Um, you have this in every bot platform and so on as well, but it's key. Be a little bit creative. Don't always keep the standard talk to human approach, but be a little bit creative in terms of what we do. But it's here about bringing in that live chat um, solution, bringing in the human element, basically, in order to ultimately provide that customer service which everybody's expecting. Key point be, here. And yeah, and the key point is, it, it, sorry, the, but key yeah. point is make it also quick, right? Because <laughs> yeah. when you, uh, when you they, they're, they're, of course, used to getting the answers if you do it right quickly, instantly. So when they now, now don't get an answer, um, uh, or, uh, and that's fine, say, hey, I don't know, I'm not trained to do this. I have to ask my real people, right? Just a little yep. bit funny. Uh, but then when they're then, indicate when you indicate like okay i want to get in contact with somebody uh, then uh, then uh, make it quick right because they're coming from an instant response and uh, then going to a 24 hour or 36 hours wait that's also a bummer so it's yeah. I, I understand that that's difficult but make sure that you have that in in in, in the background that people monitor these conversations they only have to monitor them they don't have to do them so it's still very efficient for everybody but that they monitor and that they can take over or that they can help because in some platforms you can even jump in right and you could say hey i'm jerome uh, can i help you i see that you're a little bit stuck before they even push the button uh let me talk to you that's uh, that's definitely true yeah exactly don't call it live um, live chat when you actually have a response rate of 24 hours. Right. I think in general, the rule is a little bit around two minutes for live chat uh, in order to response time. And that's basically beyond that. It becomes problematic already to, to really keep that contact with the consumer. So right. if you cannot have the short response time, at least do something in relation to email or something like that. But at least bring that human element back and, and keep that customer going. And be honest in how quickly you respond. Exactly. I mean, it's it's in any conversation. If somebody is dishonored, there is no trust. And why would you continue conversation on the basis of that? Right. Last one, but not least, that is your favorite one, Hans. Keywords. Now, keywords is a little bit of a two-way street. One hand, it is form. It's another form of a fallback, basically. Even when somebody is in your board or whatever, you have two types of audiences, well, three types of audiences. One, you have the people who are already familiar with it and so on, and they'll follow the route of the bot when it's a linear bot or they will use it when it's non-linear as well. They will basically have that conversation, etc. But there's also the first-time users who are not always, who are used to messaging, but they're not used to following all the instructions on the screen Imagine um, attention span is quite limited and so on. So they start typing in uh, words uh, other than stop or unregister or anything like that. And before you know it, basically, your bot is stuck. 
So here it's key as well to make sure that basically there is an automated response on that basis. And then there's the jokers as well, because let's face it, you have a bot out there and people will start believing. So what we did is we bid a, build an entire database of uh, words which shouldn't be used and so on to give a nice response on the basis of that. And this is something which you can do. Ultimately, it's about keeping that conversation going and keeping that person in your conversation. So with those kind of approaches, you can make it fun and still keep that conversation going, point them that maybe they want something, but they don't know. When you want to go one step further here, it's really about, you know, for instance, that there are key questions with the audience about certain items. Why not make an automated response when somebody types in, for instance, you have a phone company and somebody uh, types in the word screen that at least on that basis, you give an overall feedback and uh, on terms of what are the response that we want to give on the basis of that. So it's really about trying to direct the customer towards a service provision, which is either give them uh, access to a menu, give them access to the next link, which will be beneficial for them on the basis of the keywords. And, and this can be very extensive, right? You can, you can ind indicate indeed uh, the screen or the battery or whatever, and then provide them with indeed uh, a carousel, so in some, some solutions they do that, a carousel of questions that they can show to, is my question that I have in the back of my mind, uh, is that uh, here, and you can directly uh, uh, direct them uh, to the solution. Let's be honest, you can make it yourself really nuts in listing all the keywords in the beginning and really go from there, right? I heard yeah. one guy that I talked to, or it was on a podcast, I believe it was really impressive. He had more than 25,000 keywords, phrases for balloon. Uh, uh, you could rent a balloon to go balloon uh, sailing, right? And he had that all in. It was very impressive. That was just his challenge to answer everything. He solved it with keywords. That is in a linear bot and the current platform's okay. Of course, there is more extensive technology that works with natural language processing, which is called NLP, which is a little bit more. Some of you already know of listeners, but then you really, of course, can comprehend and say, hey, you, you type in battery, you can still say, okay, it's only one word. Please type, hey, could you please type in a little bit of the question that you have? Hey, my battery is dead, right? Or something. Okay, then you know, and you can interpret uh, with more words, that uh, uh, that question. We're not talking about that, right? Because that's very more extensive. We're really starting here with the simple things. So just list up the keywords, direct them then to certain phrases or certain questions that they see, ah, that's my question, and then provide the answer. That's the idea. But in the beginning, just use the keywords potentially to do something funny when they try to break the bot. Uh, uh, that's always critical. Then direct them to, hey, I don't understand. Uh, and then you get again, like, do you want to talk to somebody? Yeah, that's the previous uh, conversation that you have to have in. Uh, but before you know it, you are spending a lot of time here, which sometimes um, is 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 not needed. Then you just say that the bot doesn't know, right? So don't go into days and days of going off the keywords and all the possible questions and all the possible answers. 
rephrase back on the objective of the bot in the first phase, right? Go to your discovery documentation, go to your blueprints and to look at what is really the objective and relate the keywords to that, right? That's why we do discovery first and we do design second and then we start and implement in the bot platform and not sooner, please, because otherwise you're getting hosed. So relate the keywords uh, to uh, the objective of the conversations that you're having. And there are so many possibilities for any word and so on as well. So you will never be able to do all those. So keep it simple and keep it effective, basically. Okay, so those are the five ones. Um, five ones. So you can, start, have, you can definitely start with, uh, of course, this to, uh, to implement. So... Uh, Exactly. Huh? You, you keep this in mind as the key questions that you always need to tackle. If you don't have them in your bot, start again and add them to it. So yeah, it's your introduction, key, uh, role of the yep. bot, right. opt-in, opt-out, fallback position, and the keywords. Okay. You want to take the next one, uh, Hans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so please have a look. Huh? So clear, clear, tangible steps. Uh, look at that list. Uh, uh, and uh, and go through them and check if uh, if they're all covered. If not, we really advise you to do so. If you need help, then uh, please do so. Uh, contact us. Uh, you can also go to the Foundation Mini Course at botimplementation.com slash PMC. If you have a question, you need our help on the bot health score and everything, just, uh, just uh, let us know. Uh, you can go to botimplementation.com slash ask. You can ask us a question. And uh, like I said, we, we, we're more than willing to look at your bot and, uh, and check that out. So, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Last one. Uh, the last one. Cool. So, yeah, that's the quote. <laughs> this episode. Yeah. I know. So I, I like this one. So, which is basically coming from Hubert de Givenchy. Uh, Givenchy, I think uh, everybody knows. It's a fashion house. Um, so here it's about the quote is luxury is in the detail and Hans keeps sometimes hitting me as well simply for the uh, for the uh, for the fact that I just go into too many details and so on this way for me it's really about key when you do a conversation the luxury is literally in the detail if you tap and 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 tack all the key requirements that you have in a conversation, your conversation ultimately will be a luxury conversation. This is a quality conversation that you're going to have. It is like, uh, imagine as well that if you have a situation where you forget something and so on as well, you have a presentation, but you forget your, your um, I don't know, your PowerPoint, your laptop or whatever, you're not going to have a proper presentation. And the same goes in a conversation. Make sure you tackle all the elements. Make sure you tackle the must-have conversations as well because even if you do not see the ultimate need for them, they are still key in making your conversation luxury. And that's it for me. Cool. So thanks, everyone, for, uh, for joining uh, this week's. Key takeout is, of course, uh, have a look at these five important uh, conversations that uh, we believe you need to have. Sounds simple, but also we uh, went uh, flat on our face with testing. So uh, that's why we really systemize, systematize this 
uh, within the bot implementation formula. Uh, so the bot implementation formula goes to different phases. This is all about the conversation that you need to have in the design phase, that you need to start, that you need to implement in your bot, and will definitely uh, will increase, as we call it, your bot health score. So uh, thank you all uh, for listening, being part of our, our podcast. If, um, if you really like it, we really would appreciate a review botimplementation.com slash review that's on Apple iTunes for reviews and we will gain more visibility and uh, of course we will continue next week it's Friday so please uh, enjoy the weekend stay safe don't go outside too much and uh, talk to you next week thanks a lot take care bye bye take care bye bye